Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Listen, technology is great and all, but nothing beats sitting down to play a quick board game with your kids or your buddies, and Hoopsters is a slam dunk. It's got all the excitement and energy of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. And you can finish the game in 15 minutes, but I bet you won't play just one, though. Head to Hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. Rolling now, and we're doing this in three, two, one. Q coach. On today's show, just like Cleveland in San Diego, we're wheeling and dealing with old school baseball cards, hot takes on Major League Baseball trades, unnecessarily complicated trivia, and BMOC. Hold on to your goddamn hat. Issues a correction, turn it up to 11. Everybody. Because it's not Monday. Not Monday. It's not Tuesday. Not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Monday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday today. Today, everybody, it's Wednesday. All right. Today. So, sounded great, as always. The only medium-level sports talk podcast with live music. That's a fact. You can put that in your pipe and smoke it. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and we get the details wrong. If you're looking for a podcast where there are just 100% spot on on those details, keep on looking. Go listen to Serial because we are not that podcast. <laughs> we're we're going to make mistakes and we just Serial. We just keep moving forward. My name's Pete Brown. I'm your host. I'm the big man on campus. You'll hear my co-host call me BMOC. That's what that stands for, big man on campus. Not buy me orange crullers. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> Joining Sounds me, gross. as always, is basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, Coach? I'm doing good. Ready doing, to deal. Doing good, ready to deal. And, of course, bringing the live music, as always, is the maestro. Brian Hake, how are you, maestro? Good. I'm feeling a little allergic. My right eye's kind of itchy, but other than that, I'm pretty good. That might be the first time Maestro's ever said anything but pretty good when I asked him that question. We'll have to go back yeah, and listen to the last 120 episodes, make sure that's true. <laughs> All right, lot to get to tonight. We're moving through it quickly. Before we get to it, I want you to know you can follow this show on the Twitters at Sport Wednesday and over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. We're good follows there both. Uh, oh, I forgot that we've got a historic Maestro treat. Treat, 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 treat. <laughs> It is a treat to hear us tweet. Maestro, uh, big on the Twitter years ago, has not been so... Uh, he's slowly coming back at Volume You Love. That's V-O-L-U-M-U-L-O-V. Same forwards and backwards. Uh, I had a hard time picking tonight's historic Maestro tweet, but I'm going to take us back to uh, January 16th, 2014. Any idea what you're thinking about, Maestro? Ooh. I couldn't even tell you. Well, it's uh, it's music related, so not not too surprising. It says Pearl Jam's "Better Man" would be a great song for. Oh, oh, it's oh I remember this one. Can't find a better mint. I think of that often. <laughs> Can't find a better mint. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was tough. It was between that or free HBO this weekend. Chronicles of Riddick is on. Blammo. Oh, I love that. Movie. 
It's a guilty pleasure. You would too. So you love you some. And then before we get into the show, I just want to remind you all, we are raising money to fight cancer. We do it every year. It's called the Pelotonia. It's a bicycle ride. And this year it's a run and a ride and whatever we want it to be. Uh, Maestro treated for leukemia at the James Cancer Center in 2012. That's who we raised the money for. And uh, I thought we should bring it up because, uh, Maestro, I think your fundraising is lagging behind Coach and I. It was. I, You know, I had a modest... I, I just put a modest number in. You guys are you're heavy hitters. I gotcha. Well, we appreciate uh, <laughs> Co- Coach and I both got uh, donations from Maestro's brother, which I think is fantastic. Yes, it's my good friend Kelso. Thank on that, you, King Havoc. That seventy show would say burn. <laughs> <laughs> King Havoc. He's he's a generous fellow. All right, so fellas, he's you're, a giver man. We're gonna he's throw out we're gonna throw out those URLs uh, for donations. If you want to donate to the fight, I'm at pelotonia.org backslash Pete Brown, Coach. Uh, same thing, backslash Matt Longley. And Maestro. I have no idea. Oh, man. He, we got a, That wasn't on the show sheet. Uh, it says right here, Pelotonia promo. Oh. BH00048. <laughs> All right. Uh, you could go to Pel- pelotonia.org and just search Maestro, and hopefully it'll come up. All right, that's it. Sure will. It, I'm sure it will. All right, we got a lot to get to. Let's tip this show off, Maestro. All right, you're listening to this on Wednesday, but uh, the Major League trade deadline was yesterday. Is that right, 5 p.m., Coach? That is correct. That is correct. All right. So we have some hot takes. I know the big trade you wanted to talk about, the Cleveland Indians and the San Diego Padres trading uh, Mike Clevenger for Steve Garvey and Tony Gwynn. <laughs> What's your hot take, Coach? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to spend a million million hours on this because everybody's beaten it to death already. But my take on it is that Clevenger was going to get traded, I think, inevitably. He was an extra piece. Um the whole crap that he had with him and Plesak sneaking out in Chicago, Plesak getting caught and Clevenger lying about it, um, destroyed any kind of connection he had with his teammates. His teammates basically said, you're dead to me. So it just accelerated the trade because I thought this trade was going to happen in the offseason. So they made the trade, which is fine. I get the trade. What I don't get, and it's what I don't get is they traded for six prospects, like basically one guy that, that can that can play this year. And then five prospects, two of them being shortstops, which basically screams, okay, yeah, Lindor's gone, so we've got to try to replace him. And it, it, it's not a trade of, oh, we're going for it this year. It's a trade of, okay, well, we're building again. For the Padres, it definitely is going for it. The Padres are putting everything on the table and saying, we're going to take advantage of the 60-game season and we're going to win a World Series. We're going to try now. This is our go-for. Um, you know, and, and they get this guy Clevenger. It's not like he's a rental. They're going to get him for another two years at least or two or three years with an with a arbitration year. So they, they did get value in it. They gave it a King's ransom. But I mean, they won on this side. They I think they yeah. won on this deal. Maybe down the road it looks better for the Indians. But right now I think they won. Well, I'll tell, tell you a couple things about Clevenger. His mullet is amazing. Uh, I love watching that guy pitch because it's so unusual. He's like down at the front part of the mound oh. and he's like rocking back and forth. It's almost ritualistic, you know? 
Oh, he's he's manic, and then he's got this great leg kick. He's he's awesome to watch. Now let me ask you this though, Coach. Uh, so he and Plesac went mm-hmm. out, and and Plesac, Ple, they both got caught, but Clevenger said he didn't go out, and Plesac said they did. So technically, they were out together. Plesac what I'm saying got is, caught. who who's the snitch? Oh, who told on him? Yeah, Plesac, I, when they came, when Plesac came back to the hotel, he got caught coming, trying to come in after uh, curfew. Yeah. Somehow Clevenger wasn't in that, so the snitch. Um, it had to be Plesac. I, I'm not sure who it had to be Plesac. Maybe snitched out on on uh, on Clevenger. I don't know. Somebody's snitches get stitches. So so that was the big deal. Mm-hmm. It was unusual to see a lot of players moving between two contenders. Maestro, any thoughts on that trade or any other trade? So my hot take, because I'm a baseball guy. He's a baseball guy. <laughs> I don't know. It seems it's a weird year. It's a weird time. There's a whole, you know, teams are losing money. So I think everybody was a little bit like, eh, maybe we're not going to do too much. That's my take. Yeah. The other moves. I mean, n- there weren't, weren't a lot of big pieces yeah. available. There were a couple like, you know, the Reds picked up uh, Archie Bunker. So, you know, like, that's a yeah. good move. That's a good move. <laughs> they needed some up. bullpen help. You know, uh, I think the ace, they got, Attitude. they got Mike Miner for, for players to be named yep. later. So I think that was a good deal for them. Uh, he's had an off year, but I think he'll come back. And so, uh, and the Blue Jays I've I've read have also did a decent job. But really, the Indians Padres deal was the big one. San Diego going for it. Cleveland maybe not so much. Yeah, Cleveland's any, like, well, we got what we have. They, and this uh, is it. Any chance they bring the poop and pee uniforms if they make it into the playoffs? Well, they're 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 back to the classic brown right now. They did. They're they're getting closer to the poop and pee. It's like saying poop and pee. They were so Mm -hmm. good. So good. Uh, All right. So, uh, and I should, I should um, clarify that he wasn't actually traded for Tony Gwynn and Steve Garvey. Uh, No, that did not happen. So here's who they got. Uh, Catcher, Austin Hedges. First baseman, Josh Naylor. Right-handed pitcher, Cal Quantrill. Shortstop, Gabriel Arias. And infielder, Owen Miller. And left-hand pitcher, Joey Cantillo. Arius is the key. He's the top. He's the number five prospect in their in their system. I got you. And he's the shortstop. Keep in mind too, they didn't just trade with the Indians. They traded with what five or six different teams, right? No, just those two. Oh no, Padres did trade beyond that too. They they got even more players. Yeah, yeah. They're all in. Yeah, yeah. They're all in. I love uh, I love when a player gets traded for player to be named later or cash of an undisclosed amount. (laughs) Or a bag of balls. They're just going to get to some point, and you're going to be like, hey, just give me 5000 and we'll call it even. Yeah, sounds good. All right, time to wheel and deal. I asked these guys, they said, bring a handful, five to seven baseball cards, and we're going to try and do some trading here based on uh, on these baseball cards. They're probably older cards, I would imagine, given our ages. Mm-hmm, and if, mm-hmm. you, if you are ready, so so there are two rules here, and these, this is the twist I warned you about. Okay. Rule one is each of us has to make at least one deal. Okay, you can okay. make more make more than one. Uh, then okay. I have, I have found this website called Carve Ma- Card Maven. That's M A V I N dot I O, where you can put in any okay. card, company, and year, and it gives you value for it. So what Ooh. we're going to do is then these deals are going to get made, and then I'll, I will during the week we're off look up um, how much the cards you traded were versus the cards you got, and we'll see who made the most money. 
the most value. The most Ooh, value. I love it. Okay. Now, uh, the, the kicker is on Card Maven, oftentimes the numbers come up for cards that have been actually signed by um, the player. And so we're throwing those out. We're going with the, the top rated value that's not signed. Okay, gotcha. Well, here's, here's the thing, BMOC. I said I've got like four cards that look like they were cut out of a box. I know. It's going <gasps> to be tough. So I don't know how we're going to find a... Oh, are they off a Twinkies box? It might be. Are they Hostess cards? Oh, no, they smell. I can't really smell any Twinkie action. Oh. I, I'd have to... I could probably... Conf- I could probably check in with... I, uh, I could almost... If I saw the picture of the cards, I bet you I could tell you where they came from. I could maybe check in with King Havoc on these, because I'm sure these are his. Well, we'll just do it. We'll but just we'll like see it. how it goes. Yeah, let's do it. We'll see how it goes. I got seven cards. All right. So uh, let's do this. I, I'll, we'll go Maestro Coach and then me just throw out the, the players you've got on the trading block. I mean, we got all our, we're going to say all our cards? Yeah. All right. I'm going, you got, I'm going to list all seven. That's here, Maestro. Some, some of these go way back. And two, I put, I picked two because they were old Indians cards. I know you guys. Oh, were yeah. Mm. <clears throat> All right, I've got Frank Frank Duffy. Nice, Duffy. Frank Duffy. Uh, Charlie Spikes. 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 I got Lee Lacey from the Dodges. Oh, Lee Lee. All right, and then these are the four, let's say they're Twinkie cards. Are you guys ready? Okay. These are, these are yeah. gems, by the way. Mike Hargrove. Oh. <gasps> Bill Buckner. Billy Buck. Phil Necro. Oh man, and Tito Fuentes, Tito Fuentes, and Maestro. I am. Uh, so I looked on the website, and Hostess cards do come up. Oh, yeah, I have some. Is Mike Hargrove on the Indians or the Padres? Texas Rangers. Whoa! Oh, he's a Ranger. There we go. So, okay, Coach, who you got on on the trading block tonight? Okay, so I've got some doozies. Are you ready? Yep. I've got Wade. Bo- I got Wade Boggs. Whoa! I have Vince Coleman. I have Julio Franco. Oh, I love Franco. I have Albert Bell. I have the Wizard Ozzy Smith. Holy cow, Coach! Bring now the here's. Heat. I have Jeff. I didn't do steroids, Bagwell. Mm-hmm. And here's the one. I have a Ricky Henderson. Holy cow. Now, you do know we're trading these cards for real. You will lose these cards. Oh, I know that. Oh, I'm ready. I, I want to uh, see what you have. I don't know if I can quite match the coach bringing the A-team. All right, here here are my cards. I've got a couple that might get up there. I've got uh, the classic Tom Browning, Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. But he's actually bunting in his picture. Coach's favorite, Bobby, picture. Bobby Thigpen. Love you. Oh, Bobby Thickpin saves there later. Go. There we go. Uh, Kansas City Royal, Frank White. I like Frank okay. White. Maybe some interest in this card. New York Mets, Doc Gooden. Ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that sounds good. I got New York Mets, Kev, Kevin McReynolds. I've got Ken Griffey oh, yeah. Sr. Ken Griffey Sr. And I, 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 on the, on I the got Mariners? Uh, on the Reds. And then I have here. Mm. I hope I hope Maestro goes for this. Pittsburgh Pirates, Don Slot. Oh, it is a it is a classic a catcher card. 
That is a classic. So let's hear some offers out there just based on those names. Pete, I'll give you my right, two. I want, I'm, I... Wait, I'm going first. Go ahead, my Go friend. ahead, you go first. Pete, I'll give you my old, my classic two, my two old Indians cards, the Frank Duffy and the Charlie Spikes for that, uh, for that Don slot. Done deal. All right. Call it done. So that's Spikes and Duffy for slot. You got Don Slot? That card is amazing. I got to send you a picture of it. All right, coach. uh, Let's, let's get, let's, let's not mess around here, coach. What's it going to take to get that Ricky Henderson off of you? Oh, and it's a beaut too. It's a beaut. Um, I got to say. It's going to start, it's going to start with Doc Gooden. Yeah, I got Doc Gooden for sure. Right? Yep. And and then um, what else you got left now? Here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you Doc Gooden. I'm going to sweeten it with thick pen. And if that's not good enough, I'll throw in Ken Griffey Senior. I want okay. Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I feel like you're getting a. I'll take. I'll take Gooden. Yeah. Thig pen. Yeah. I'll take Ken Griffey Senior. Mm-hmm. Obviously for the Reds. I'll give you Ricky Henderson. And that's it. What else you got? Because I could, we could make this a. a, a, a... Uh, I got Kevin McReynolds, Tom Browning, and Frank White. All right, I'll, I'll take Tom Browning. I'll take the four cards, and I'll give you Ricky Henderson, and I'll give you Julio Franco of the Rangers. Rangers, Julio Franco. I'll do that deal. Uh, done. Done. Okay, so those are off. So Browning, Senior, Thigpen, and Gooden for Henderson and Franco. All right, I'm Coach, I'm down to I'm down to I'm down to two cards here, Co- Maestro. Let's talk about that, Mike Hargrove. <laughs> no, I'm, I want to mm-hmm. I'm talk I want to talk to you're talking uh, to Coach? Coach. I got you. Okay, so Coach, did what? you say you had an Aussie Smith? I do. You interested? I I do want the Aussie. What do you have now? What are those? What are those? Do you have how many of those uh, Hostess cards do you have? I have four Hostess cards. I've got the Hargrove. Bill Buckner with and Dodgers, Phil Necro and Tito. Tito mm. I want those cards. So let's start with the Ozzy Smith for those four cards. And then I will also throw in um Albert Albert Bell, Wade Box. Uh, which one do you want? I'll go Wade Box. All right. You want Ozzy Smith? I want those four hostess cards, and you can have the Smith and the Box. Holy shit. I like it. I like it. Maestro just won this outright. I guarantee it. No, those are worth more. I guarantee it. Hmm. Those have to be yeah, from these, the 70s. You, you got to They look pretty sweet. And now, now here's, I just want to remind you guys, the baseball card market crashed hard. I mean, cards are worth, like, I know we're, but, talk, we're talking pennies on the dollar here. Oh, I know. But those, but those, I do know that those, those back of the box cards still yeah. have some value because I actually have a handful of those. Okay. And they're good cards. The Buckner, the mustache alone, that's worth it's beautiful. But I, that's just to me. I want to. I want to have those. I'm going to take those and put those on my desk at school. Buckner with the mustache. Now, now I will say, my brother didn't do a great job cutting these out. <laughs> but I, and neither. But I think that there. adds to the charm. It yeah. adds to the charm. Okay, so I, so hang on here, Ozzy Smith. I know what you want. And hang on, Boggs, for and and read them off to me again. Hargrove, Hargrove, Buckner. Necro. Oh, 
Negro. And, and Tito Fuentes. And, and, and Tito Fuentes. It's a it's a good deal. Yeah. Okay, so here's what, what do you be, have left? I, I will be very interested to see how that deal works out. What do you have left? I uh, I was I was looking I was interested in that Wade Boggs, but you were quick to throw him out there. I, I okay, I'm, so I I have some other cards that I, I, we can go beyond. Albert those Bell, seven. Pete, to, Albert Bell. Mm, I might. I don't know what you got. If you have enough to get Albert, what do you have left? I got. Uh, I've got Frank Kevin White McReynolds and Kevin McReynolds. <laughs> and, oh, a, and a card. Okay, so I, I just lend me some more cards. Come on, Petey, give me some of those cards. I just need to get back in the game. I, I want to make a trade. Right. I want to make a trade, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna trade with you because I'm going to my other pile. Okay. Oh, so I, wait. I came very prepared because wait, like wait, wait, you have a, I you can have, offer wait, you. wait, 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 wait. Is this a pile that you haven't given us the names for? Oh, I have so many cards. I know, we, but 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 we, but you got to stick to the you original stick pile. to your original pile. All right, you, well, you don't you don't have enough to get any. You have enough maybe to get half of Vince Coleman, Kevin McReynolds, <laughs> and, and they're not. You're not even close. What do you have, Maestro? I only have one Are card left. It's, He's got it's Lee Lacy. How Lee about Lacey. this? How about this? Uh, is Lee Lacy playing for? Is Lee Lacy for the Montreal Expos? No, it's the L.A. Dodgers. L.A. Dodgers. All right, how about you guys this, want a Coach? Deal? How about this? <laughs> We're, I'm going to trade you Frank White and Mick Reynolds, and Maestro's going to trade you Lee Lacey for Vince Coleman. We'll take Vince Coleman, and then I'll take two thirds the value, and Maestro will get a third of it. <laughs> All right, so I get Lee Lacey. All right, because it's, it's total value, right? So all these That's cards right. I'm amassing is going to have. Right. All right. So you get two thirds of, of Vince Coleman, he gets a Basically, third of it. Maestro and I are making a joint venture investment here, Maestro. You have to agree to this that we are yes. going to co-own. Okay, we are going to co-own the Vince Coleman card, <laughs> and I will own approximately sixty-six percent of it, and Maestro will own the remaining thirty-four percent. Yeah, I'm not going for that. Done. I, this, Deal. This, no, you're this not going for it. Me. No, no, I'm not going for it. How about how Sorry. about if we how about if we go fifty-fifty on the Vince Can Coleman I- ownership? I think the Lee Lacy card's better than the other than your. Come on, card. Frank White. What if I take Vince Coleman off and, and I change it to Jeff Bagwell? Does that sweeten the deal? Jeff Bagwell, one of the killer bees. I, I I'd go for it. I I want to make a deal. I think Meister wants to hold on to that Lee Lacy card. I need to see this Lee Lacy card. I like it. I'm, I'll I'll send you a pick. Send a pick because I just sent all the I sent a pick of the other ones. Lee Lacy. You know his real, you know what Lee Lacy is short, you know what Lee's short for? Space? Leon, what? Leon Daus. Ooh. Like Leon, Leon Daus. Leon Daus. Leon Daus. All right. This is probably a great podcast, right? Oh, this is very compelling. I think the Gen Xers it is. I just, I, can we make a deal? I don't, I don't think Maestro and I, I have enough you, to make a deal without teaming up, and he does not want to team up. If you by yourselves, you're not getting any one of these three cards. I've already made huge deals already. I, I I've got volume. I'm gonna send you a picture of the, the Twinkies cards. That's a nice looking card, actually. That Lee Lacy. Oh, that is nice. That is a good old Look fashioned the- card. I have I have tons of that year. Oh, I won on those. 
<laughs> Those are hostess cards. They are hostess cards. I, I knew I knew it when I saw it. Those came on the back of a hostess. Yes, those are the hostess cards. Oh my god, I just crushed you on that. All right, all right, coach. Uh, I got I got a new deal for you. All right. What's the new deal? It's Kevin McReynolds. What's it going to take? Yes. Frank White, and yes, two PBRs. Yes. Does does your does your card evaluation evaluate the the PBRs? What are they worth? <laughs> Two PBRs, Kevin McReynolds and Frank White. Mm. I, I want that. I want that Lee Lacy. I'm sorry, it's got, you're not you're not complete without Lee Lacy. After seeing the picture, I need that card. All right, all right, Meister. What if we do the package deal and you own sixty six percent of Vince Coleman and I own thirty four percent? I'm starting to I'm starting to think like because Coach got so excited about these hostess cards. Maybe I need to just hold on to one of these. All right. You're holding on. He's holding on. He's got. He's got. He's got. He's got seller's remorse. He, he's. I do have a little bit. You're the I kid. Like, you're the I kid that like we. I'm gonna get, Coach, I know my, I, my brother's gonna get all pissed at me. Coach, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I wait. If he does listen to this podcast, and all of a sudden your your phone starts blowing up, you're gonna know. Uh oh. Oh, oh. I, all right. So right now, Vince Coleman, he is it, trade deadlines coming up. The trade deadline deadlines in about two minutes. Is he going to go back to the Mets? Is he going to stay with the Longleys and not make it in this three way trade? So is 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 there no trade? Because I got to tell Vince and his family they're not moving. I'll uh, I'll walk off this lot right now, Coach. I want to make a deal, but if you're not serious, then I can't make a deal with you. You got to make a deal, but it only makes I can only make the deal with Lee Lacey. What else? What oh, else? Wait, do you wait want? a second. Wait a second. I can do something here. Here's what I'll do. You ready? What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. What do you got? I am going to trade you McReynolds. I didn't even think of this. Yes. Frank White. Yes, Frank White. Yes. And then I will throw in uh, Charlie Spikes and Frank Duffy. <gasps> a double, a double deuce. That's so. Two, I'm getting four plus two Cleveland wow. Indian cards. Yeah. For Vinny C or the Vince Coleman? Did you see? I I sent you a picture of those cards. Deal. All right, done. done. I'm done. That's a done deal. That there you go. I'll take a. Did I send you a picture yet? I already sent it. I think I sent it. You've got there. He is. There's your. You own the whole Vince Coleman. Wow, I got a great haul. I think Coach won this. Well, it depends. I can't, I can't believe I can't believe BMOC would take Vince <laughs> Coleman over this. Those two Indians cards, those class. Look at the hats. Look at those hats. I love Charlie Spike. He was awesome. Vince Coleman. Vince. I think this is going to go down in Sports Wednesday history as uh, the bit that we enjoyed the most that people just could not listen to. <laughs> it was unlistenable. <laughs> you might have to. You might have to when you record this or put this up, put it in double time so it goes faster. Good thing. Or in, in halftime, so it sounds like we're drunk. I want that's Vince even better. Coleman. You want this Coleman? I will say that Ricky Henderson car looks pretty sweet, though. I play it all, is pretty sweet. I, I went all out for it. As soon as I heard Coach say it, I'm like, this you is did. what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's like that's BMOC's Padres pick. If you get <laughs> you mean the mm-hmm. you mean the Orioles? No, you you were all in like the Padres in twenty twenty. Yes, the Padres. You all, you went all in on that one. 
That is right. All right. All right. So, oh, well, well, luckily it's half time. Uh, folks, Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed ball game ever made. <laughs> Coach, tell them what Hoopsters is. Hoopsters is a basketball-themed board game that we created probably about 15 or 16 years ago. We did it in eating bag lunches and with a great concept. We didn't have a real prototype. And then 15 years later, we decided to put it together, created a prototype, went and pitched it to a bunch of people, and now we're here with Hoopsters. And I'll tell you what, you're probably sitting in your car right now, because that's where people listen to Sports Wednesday, going, what is, what the, they brought mid-roll ads back? This makes no sense. The thing is, (laughs) we've got four Hoopster sets left before we order a new production run. Four Four sets. So head to Hoopsters.store and get one of the last four sets from the initial production run. They're hand-numbered. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in. If you order one of those four sets, you will get it signed by all three of us from Sports Wednesday. Yep. And also you'll get a Kevin McReynolds or a Frank White card. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll even throw in Bobby Thickman. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Nice. All right, Maestro, you wanna play us out? Yep. Sounding good as always. I'm kicking myself because I forgot about how much Coach loved the Expos. I have the best Expos card ever. Oh, it's a Zane what Smith. What do you think it? Oh, oh man. Why didn't you? Oh, I that was a fail. Next time we oh. do this. All right. Uh, okay. Looks like it's time for Locks of the Week. Locks. 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 And what we do here for, for you listeners is we share the benefit of our, our just ex, extra out-of-the-park sports knowledge by telling you who's going to win certain games. And then what do they do with that information, Coach? They take that information, and we lay it out in just perfect, just organized situations. We tell them what game to put the money on. And if you don't just put a little money. You take all of your money. When I say all of it, your mortgage money, your kid's college money, your I don't care where you get the money. Put it on these because that's why we call them locks. That is right. They are locks. And uh, we there are some college football games coming up this weekend. Not a lot of them, but uh, enough that Vegas put them on the board. So these picks are against the spread. I call this a perfected trifecta, guys. Uh, so it is basically you need to pick three winning teams against the spread between now and the seventh. And the games have to be on the board. And you'll get one point for each correct pick. But if you get two of three, you get a bonus point. And if you get three of three, you get a bonus point. So you could conceivably walk away with four points. Ooh. All right. That's to me now. All right. So we are going in reverse order. As always, it'll go coach, me, then maestro. Coach, who are your three teams? My three teams, I'm going to take Memphis minus 16 over Arkansas State. I'm going to take Army minus five over Middle Tennessee State. And I'm going to take my one dog. Texas State plus 17 over SMU. Go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. Woo! Love Texas State. Yes, I know. Uh, all right. So I am I am uh I'm next. I'm taking uh I'm taking Ole or Southern Miss over South Alabama. That's minus 16. I am going to go ahead and take Middle Tennessee State to cover against Army. That's Ooh, plus five and a half if you want to side bet. It. And then I uh, want to side bet. 
And then I'm taking I'm taking Brigham Young, uh, plus two and a half against Navy. BYU. Let's go Mormons. All right, my strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves the Mormons like you. I'm I'm gonna take SMU. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Memphis. Oh. All and right, I'm, so I'm, we have that one the same. And then uh, I'm gonna take BYU as well. All right. They always start strong. They do start strong. Uh, and they get good rest the night before because they're not out doing anything bad. That's right. All right. Just, so I am looking at, I see two percent potential side bets here if you guys want to do it. Uh, that Texas State SMU game looks interesting between Coach and Maestro. Side bet. Let's do it. All right. So uh, let's do, um, I want a box of Twinkies. And if you win, I'll buy you a box of Zingers. I love it. Yeah. Nice. And then I still have a I still have a six pack of Tallboy PBRs over here. I know we got to enjoy that together at some point. All right, Coach. I have got uh, I've got the Army Middle Tennessee State game that we're on opposite ends of. You want a side bet there? Yeah, I want to do. Um, I want your Zane Smith. Okay. I'm putting a card down, and I want Zane Smith two PBRs, and then I will do a John Crook and two High Lifes. What? All right, that's a good that's a good deal all around. Yeah, so I get the Zane Smith the two PBRs if yep. I win. If yep. you win, you get John Cruck and two peep and two highlights. Yeah, deal. Yeah, done deal. Yeah, love it. Huh? All right, so that's that was, that was locks of the week, and then locks. Uh, locks. Well, what we do is we uh, we keep score, and then we update you on on how that goes, and we call this segment. All right. So uh, our last last week's locks, uh, we were to pick an NHL game, which would have the most goals scored. And coach went with the Vegas Knights uh, against Vancouver. Vegas won three nothing. So that's three goals. I took Boston uh, in Tampa Bay. That was three to one Tampa Bay. So four goals. But as usual, Maestro schooling us, showing us how it's done. You are unbelievable. He picks Colorado against Dallas, a five to four game, nine total goals. Oh man, hockey guy! I'm a hockey guy. He totally is. Can I? Can I just? I I have to say this, and and I mean this in all seriousness because I don't normally do this. I am unbelievably impressed with your ability to do what you do. I I I can't understand it. You you have an uncanny, almost look into the future ability to do this. Kudos! It's called, to you. It's called glean, gleaning the cube, man. It is gleaning the cube. It is amazing. You and Christian Slater are crushing it. I'm I'm totally impressed. So the, these numbers have worked out. Coach and I both at eleven of thirty. <laughs> means we are correct thirty six point six percent of the time. Maestro exactly opposite nineteen of thirty sixty three point three percent. God, wow! Damn it, that's amazing. And that was your scoreboard update. All right. Uh, We used to do trivia on the show and it was simple and straightforward and quick and quite enjoyable to listen to. And then coach thought, let's not do that. Let's make it unnecessarily complicated. (laughs) 
So we've embraced that. And oh my God, I almost... what, what's wrong there, Coach? I almost had a spit take when you said that. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, and I spilled a little PBR here on. What uh, happened? On, it, I spilled some PBR on my Kindle and on some uh, baseball cards that were not up there <laughs> and a checkbook. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> all right. Maestro, what do we got tonight? All right, fellas. So uh, on Sunday, I, I had to sit through four fall ball games. I Each boy had a uh, double header. So one observation I had was that uh, there were no switch hitters. Is that not a thing anymore? Kids don't switch hit anymore, do they? Or is that mm. something they develop in college or the minors? Later or? on. Is that is that the question? I got me thinking about no. It got me thinking about switch hitters. Yes. Better you, sh- better you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> better you shut up over there, BMOC. Anyway, got me thinking. There, got me thinking about switch hitters. And you know we're okay. baseball guys, so. Um, what the baseball guys? I got the top sixteen switch hitters of all time. Okay. And I want you guys, I'm going to say the over and under that you guys come up with eight. How many eight you out got? Of six, like, I got 16. The, the, 16. the top 16 switch hitters of all time. So what's it based MLB. on? Based on best average? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or they're just ranked as the best of all time? No, no, it's it's their, uh, uh, what do you call it? Percentage. Batting average. Batting average? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say one of them uh, is Vince Coleman on there or Terry Pendleton. Jesus, this is going to be horrible. How about, uh, how about Pete Rose? Pete Rose is one of them. All right. He's number he's number two. Um, how about Stan Musial? No. Um, Mickey no. Mantle? Oh, uh, Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Mantle. He's number one. Hitter. Yeah. He's number one. Um. Joe DiMaggio wasn't a switch hitter, was he? If he no, was, he wasn't on this list. Yeah. Um, switch hitters. Boy, st- that just I, sounds funny every time I, I say switch you guys. hitters. You did. I don't. Um, what about a lot like, of HBK happening here? What was the over under? We've got two. You got two. I was mm-hmm. I was thinking you would guys would maybe be able to get eight because there's some big names on here. Uh, okay, I can, Robbie Alomar. I can, throw you, I can throw you some boom. Yep, nice. Robbie Alomar. Right. Alomar is okay. He's number five. Yeah, and then um, thinking, uh, Edgar Martinez on there. Nope, no, he is not. All right, so I'm going to ask a few questions. Um, is there a Dodger on there? <laughs> You're asking me. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm thinking of a dad of a Dodger. That's why. I don't. I didn't write down any specific. You're not sure. <laughs> yeah. A Charlie Dodger. Damn it! There's, um, I will say there's two guys from the '80s that were big names. A Charlie uh, two guys um, from the '80s. One guy that played. I want to say he played. He was the stud on on um, one of the Canadian teams in the mid to late '80s. Super fast. Oh, Tim Raines. Yeah. Nice. No. Um. Yeah. Was he? Tim was Raines? he okay. on? 
Was he Expos or Blue Jays? Yes. He was an Expo. Yes, absolutely. He's number six. And another okay. guy that was big in the 80s, too. I think I want to say he's the guy that in the All-Star game a couple years ago, or the, the old-timer All-Star game a couple years ago, he he was playing first, and he dropped it and hit him in the face. Oh, so he's a first baseman. Well, he was in the uh, old-timer game. Oh. Man, I don't remember the old-timer game. Um, okay. Any idea what league he played in? I want to Most say he was a National League, but I think he was one of those guys that he was a journeyman, so he played a bunch of different teams. Oh, he played all over the place, and he was a switch hitter. Let's say his first name is Eddie. Oh, Eddie uh, Eddie Murray. Yep. Eddie Murray. Oh, yes. He was a first baseman. All right. Hey, God, he played He was number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to need some hints, if you can give them. You got five. Five out of, all right. So, so here's any, a guy. I'm pretty sure this guy went on to be a manager. Um, his first name rhymes with Skipper. Chipper Jones? Chipper Jones. Yeah. Chipper Jones, yeah, for the Braves. God, yep. yeah, that's right. He was a switch hitter. Um, weekend at... Oh, Bernie, uh, Bernie Williams. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's weekend number 10. Bernie's. Yeah, he was good. Another Yankee. Carlos Beltran. Beltran. Oh, my God. He just retired. Is uh, Todd Helton on there? Wrong. Nope. How mm. about um, Lance Berkman? All right. That's... Yep. Noise. Mm. That should have been the first one out of your mouth. One, I two, know. I covered his big league debut five. against Tom Caddy. All, right, All right. That's that's nine. Okay. Let's 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 uh pull let's the band it up. Yeah. All right. So number yeah. seven was Frankie Frisch. Oh, Frisch okay. is a big boy. Wouldn't have gotten that one. Uh, number eight, George Davis. Nope, wouldn't have gotten that one. Number eleven, Reggie Smith. Nope. nope. Number twelve, Ted Simmons. Oh, I love oh Ted Simmons. might have gotten that one. I would have never guessed he was a switch hitting catcher though. No, I didn't know that either. Uh, Thirteen, Max Carey. Nope. Zero nope. chance. <laughs> 14, uh, Red Schoendienst. Oh, I love Red. <laughs> and then 16 <laughs> was Ken, Ken Singleton. Ken Singleton. Now, I remember Ken Singleton, but I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. All right, so we got all the ones that we would have gotten. So we well really, yeah. Switch hitters. We yeah, that was unnecessarily complicated. We did terrible at it. Well, I thought you guys would be terrible. Yeah, whatever that. This is a uh, this. I'm telling you. Tell me, Pete. I'm just gonna say this show is definitely for the sports Wednesday purists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unnecessarily complicated trivia. It's here for the switch hitters. Unnecessarily complicated. Unnecessarily complicated. Trivia. Trivia. Mickey Mantle, Jippa Jones. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, that was unnecessary. Good, good job there, Maestro. And uh, now well we're going, going to my favorite segment in the show. Rants and corrections. That's right. If we have a correction, we try and, we try and clean it up. But if we have a rant, we can rant. Uh, it can be about anything. Uh, in the up top, we this is the second week in a, w- a row I'm issuing a baseball correction. 
Uh, I, apparently last week I said Zach Granke uh, pitched for the Padres. Uh, he actually pitches for the Astros. He was pitching to the Padres when he threw a 54-mile-per-hour strike, uh, known as the pitch that gives BMOC hope that'll still make it to the bigs. All right, so here's 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 my – I have a rant, not a correction, because I usually get everything right. But my rant actually goes back to uh, – it has to do with my daughter and her boyfriend, which is very strange. But, um, oh, boy. So she's telling. So here we go. So she uh, she came home and she was talking to me about a conversation she had with her boyfriend, whose name is Cole. He's a fine gentleman. Very nice. I do like him. I will preface that he is a nice young man. However, she said she had this conversation with him and he was talking about sports and sports fans. And he basically said, he goes, if you're a sports fan and baseball is your favorite sport, then you're weird. And my daughter looked at him and she goes, but I'm a baseball fan. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, that's weird. And, and, and then she, let's make out. Let's make out. Like, then she goes, well, my dad's a baseball fan. And then, so I, I if Cole, if you're listening, I'm going to give you a little advice. Cole, you're a nice young man. Like I said, I like you, but there's a little bit of advice. Make sure you know your audience, Cole. You got to know your audience. My daughter, Sophie Longley, is is a baseball girl. You got to know that before you say anything because there's something I'm going to teach you. They never forget. <laughs> so I, I can't believe she didn't break up with them on the spot. I know. I know. And it's a testament that he is a good guy, because if it was anybody else, I would have told her to break up with him. But, you know, it's Cole and I, you know, it's all right. We'll let this pass for now. But I'm going to tell you, Cole, if you're listening, Sophie will not forget. Oh, yeah. He he said something crazy, something about basketball being better. And that's crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what. Hey, Cole. This is going to be a baseball analogy, (laughs) but try and keep it straight in your pretty little head. You got two strikes. All right. You got and baseball three strikes you're out. <laughs> All right, you got that strike that's for saying right. that, and then that same basketball's better. Cole, that's two strikes. Cole, two strikes. It's all right, uh, Maestro. I have not seen you in rants and corrections in a while. I'm looking forward to this. I got a rant. All right, so I mentioned I mentioned a few minutes ago that I I was at a lot of uh, fall baseball oh, on good, Sunday. Good, 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 good. good. Um, yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you. Oh, good. So uh-huh. my my younger son, 15 U summer. Uh, well, fall ball. He's playing against this team. Um, there were six coaches in the dugouts. Oh my god! This team. <laughs> what? We're in a we're in a pandemic right now, right? They are limiting kids in the dugout. They want to have them all spread out. Why are there six dad coaches in the dugouts? In Walking the dugouts? around in the oh. dugouts. Where are guys? Go sit in the bleachers. Come on. Were they wearing? They don't need you. Were they? Wear- you need one guy over there. <laughs> were they wearing baseball pants? They were. They all looked the same. They had the big beer guts. They had their mask on. They had their team I- hat on. They're walking around, barking it- orders at these kids that could give two shits <laughs> that they're there for a doubleheader on a Sunday. Oh my god! It, I I wanted it doesn't to take six guys to coach. It doesn't take six guys to coach. That's that's silly. That's a that's a worthy rant because those uh, guys are knuckleheads. I'm going to jump on that rant. What a bunch nice. of knuckleheads! All right. Knucklehead. Uh, I was one of those six coaches. I didn't tell you guys I've been coaching youth fall ball. Uh, 
they recruited me to teach my 54 mile per hour heater to uh, to their pitching staff to see if they could lob one in there like famed San Diego Padre Zach Granke. <laughs> <laughs> the Ephus. All right. He just got traded. He just got traded to the Indians. All right. From the pocket. Listen up, fellas. That's rants and corrections. I think our show's running a little long tonight. Not surprising, but we can make it up here because it's time. Two-minute drill. Let's tell them how the two-minute drill works. Okay. It's supposed to last two minutes. We all get two times at it. Two cracks at it. 20 seconds of pop. But here's the deal. It never goes two minutes. It always goes long. So enjoy every second. Two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. All right. And we are going to go to Maestro first, and then Coach, and then me. How's that? Sounds good. Everybody filled it out on the show sheet. So professional this week. All right, Maestro, your two-minute <laughs> drill starts now. Ooh, so I had a day off yesterday, played a little golf. And, uh, you know, golf during the pandemic, you can't take the flag out, and you don't hit out of the sand trap. So it took like two hours. Golf. Speed the game up, boys. Man, that was 15 seconds, and I was still bored. Coach! <laughs> John Thompson, uh, great coach from Georgetown, um, died the other day, actually yesterday. And I'm a Syracuse fan, and I hated Georgetown. And John Thompson ran a tight ship, and I couldn't stand John Thompson back when with Syracuse would play against Georgetown. But I got to tell you, what John Thompson did for college basketball, what John Thompson did for Syracuse or for Georgetown, and what he did for every gentleman that he had play through his program, he is a man that no one can stand next to because he is on the Hall of Fame of coaches. So rest in peace, John Thompson, and thanks for those great games with Syracuse and Georgetown. Time! All right, fellas, uh, I'm sure you heard that the Bryan brothers, that's Bob and Mike, uh, retired. Who are they? They are the most accomplished doubles tennis team in American history. They've won 16 Grand Slam titles, including five U.S. Opens, and I've never heard of them. How has that happened? Why is doubles tennis like not even on anyone's radar? Why isn't tennis owning the pandemic? Because you've got two players that are, by definition of the game, 200 feet apart. Listen, tennis, (laughs) you got to do two things. One. You got to take your head out of your ass and don't don't even push back tennis. That's where your head is and you And number 2, you got to get that ass out of the country club and onto the street and get people playing tennis. You suck tennis. I'm going to be the new commissioner of tennis. The Bryan brothers. Good luck in your retirement. Time. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm still reeling from that oh sort God. of rant Fits rantish minute tennis. All right, I got. I, I want to talk a little bit about Garrett Cole. I talked about so Garrett Cole. You did already? <laughs> no, two episodes ago. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> you you talked about him tipping pitches? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go go. Uh, okay. He uh, he's given up 12 homers. That's the most. That's the most of any Ooh. pitcher. Uh, seven in the last 16 innings. Oh. And uh, there were he's tipping pitches. Uh, so Garrett Cole, 20 gazillion dollar arm. He's got a little chink in his armor. Mm, he's still a really good ball. pitcher, though. All right, time, he's coach. This weekend, Labor Day weekend. And what does everybody think about Labor Day weekend? They think of 
The Kentucky Derby! Yes, the Kentucky Derby is happening this weekend. So get your mint juleps and your leaf rake out because it's time for the Kentucky Derby. And I can't wait. Guys, we need to gamble on that. Why didn't we talk about horse racing for this episode? You dropped the ball. That's your. Follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter. We're going to put our Twix, our, our picks out this week for the Derby. Yeah, I love it. Yes. All right. And I want to I want to come over under the tree and have a mint julep. Oh, show. Oh, oh, show. Uh, all right. So uh, that falls to me. Guys, uh, do yourself a favor if you have the Apple TV and watch Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis. He, uh, the, the premise of this show is super contrived. It should make no sense that this show is even remotely entertaining. Uh, but I think in our troubled times, it's a, it's a bucolic ray of sunshine. I find it eminently watchable and fun. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso time. Oh, that's it, huh? Mm. That's a two-minute drill. Okay, oh, man, we went slightly over this week. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and guess, we'll give the MVP award to whoever is closest. Coach. I'm going to say 28 minutes and 32 seconds. Okay, Maestro. I'm going to say two minutes, 45 seconds. Once again, Maestro closest. Woo! That's me three minutes, 56 seconds. <laughs> That might be a two-minute drill record. That's I thought almost, I had it that time. It's almost two two-minute drills, but I lost my head there talking about tennis. Sorry. It, it, it was so good. It was good. It was good. And then you started laughing, and that just egged me on further. So, uh, But that's a two-minute drill, and that's the show, <laughs> fellas. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. You, Petey had a guy on the phone. I'm, so tell him we're not going to make it. He had both Brian brothers on the phone, Bob and Mike. <laughs> no way. Way. Uh, all right. Well, we'll try and get them in next week. Apologies to, to the Brian brothers. That's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everyone. Good times. <laughs>